but I went to the plant store and the lady at the plant store gave me a bag full of nematodes. Oh. I was like, wow. Wait, what are the nematodes? Wow. <laughs> To eat your spider mites. <laughs> yep, there's eating my bugs. But what if the nematodes get out of control? That's fine. And then infect they can you, eat me too. <laughs> and you lose 20 pounds and a I day. And I lose 20 pounds a day. <laughs> and you move to PEI. <laughs> wow, it sounds like there might be a book about this subject. There is a book about it. And it sounds horrible. And it has been quoted the most disturbing thing I think I've ever read in text to me. Which is saying something, considering the books my boyfriend reads. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Midlight Crisis, a real podcast hosted by three grown-up biologists revisiting books from our teens, and it's totally... Cool. I am one of your hosts, Sophie. And today I have been genetically recombined with bird DNA, but only Uh 2%. Unfortunately, I'm 98% human still. (laughs) Wait, I forgot the part where uh, the bird also has superpowers. Dang it. Yeah. Man. (laughs) One day we're going to be done this book and I still won't have gotten it is the thing about it. Anyway, the the bird and superpower that I have been genetically recombined with. Yeah. Today. Yeah. No, you're nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Crushing it. Is a big analysis raven. <laughs> that sounds like what Sam's doing. Oh, no. <laughs> big analysis. No, no. The superpower is big. The raven is an analysis raven. Yeah. Obviously. I feel like big analysis is a superpower. <laughs> it is. And you know what the uh, the ravens say about the big analysis? What? what? It's say nevermore, which I feel like is how Sam feels about the big analysis. <laughs> no comment. I think the big analysis is always more. That's kind of the problem. <laughs> you don't want to know the rabbit holes my brain goes down while doing the big analysis. Great. <laughs> anyway, the person who is not the big analysis raven, uh, who are you? Well, my name is Sam, and today I am 2% mixed with a bird and a superpower that is laser nails <laughs> book puffin. <laughs> Wait. Sure. Yeah, Wait. those things all go mm-hmm. together Sorry. really well. Sorry. The superpower <laughs> is laser nails? <laughs> yeah. You know, like laser nails. <laughs> That feels like it should be the superpower and the adjective describing the bird. No, because I'm also a book puffin. I have yeah. laser nails. <laughs> okay. And I'm a book puffin. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had time to read a book. <laughs> well, great news about this podcast. Oh, yeah, I did read this book. Okay, and who's um, the last one? What are you? <laughs> Yeah, that's me. My name is Hannah, but today I have been 2% recombined with a very loud cinnamon swift. Interesting. I think a cinnamon swift is a real thing. Is it really? Well, if you Google image it, it's a bunch of pictures of Taylor Swift with cinnamon rolls. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm getting confused with a chimney swift. That would make sense. That is not at all like cinnamon. (laughs) They're similar words. 
Are they? Yeah. Obviously. You know what? I'll believe it. I'll take it. Cinnamon Swift. It's like a Chimney Swift, but brown. Cute. <laughs> I think that's what Shut Swifts up. are. Anyway, nope. <laughs> um, the reason we are genetically recombined with superpowers and birds <laughs> is because we are, as always, still reading Maximum Ride, The Angel Experiment with the bird kids. <laughs> so how about you guys tell us what happened in the four chapters that we read this week? So we left off with our favorite bird kids hiding in a parking lot from the erasers and our chapter starts with the erasers driving off. The kids head over to the ATM where some random dude that was being an asshole left his debit card and they work (laughs) through how to get the idiot proof ATM machine to work to steal some money from this random man. But they only get so far before they realize they need a security pin. No one saw the code, but... Iggy did hear it, so Iggy is tasked with trying to break the code, which he does, and our bird kids are now a rich flock. And then, to add to their list of crimes, the flock then steals a van in Chapter 54, <laughs> and somehow, Max knows how to hotwire a car, and Gasman knows what Grand Theft Auto is. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's popular That's with it. kids. <laughs> it's popular with kids. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the next two chapters, we are full in on the Max POV train, baby, which I definitely wrote down. Yep. That's very Max uh, yeah. you. <laughs> Thanks. Max starts driving in a way that I have maybe once or twice or a couple more times than that, by which I mean she accidentally leaves the parking brake on. <laughs> but once she figures that out, her driving is not like mine at all because she is doing stunts and shit and it sounds absolutely wild. Eventually, she figures it out and immediately gets road rage about the fact that the road doesn't go in the specific direction she wants it to go. So they decide to take a break and they go off to find food in chapter 56, which I'm assuming, based on what they order, takes place in a McDonald's because their order is like so much. (laughs) Oh my god, it is so much. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. They inhale all of their much food. Mm -hmm. Yep, without manners. Because they're starving orphan children. (laughs) But when Max comes out of her food fugue, she realizes that they have been surrounded by erasers. (gasps) Who could have seen that coming? Well, they don't say it's erasers. They say everything but. I was paraphrasing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just went to the McDonald's that... The all the boy bands go to at the same time. Yeah, the time. male model <laughs> conference that's in town. Yeah, yeah, the male <laughs> the models, male model good-looking, thick-haired guys with big, pretty eyes, and the voices of angels who have suddenly gotten the munchies. Would you have preferred I used those words from the primary <laughs> source material? The male model convention is being held <laughs> in the play space at the McDonald's. The play space at the McDonald's in Bennett, California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I hear they're going to have some really good panels, so. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, that's the end of everything we read. We should go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. Yeah. The very first note I have is from, like, the second sentence where Max says, I put my hand on Gazzy's shoulder. And I think because they shorten Gasman to Gazzy with two Zs, that Uh Hannah is actually right in the pronunciation of Gasman. Yeah. (laughs) Gasman. Gasman. Guzman, did you just say Z? I did. 
I heck? a secret about me is that every time I have to say Zed, I panic and forget which one's the correct one. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, every single time, I never remember which one is the Canadian one. <laughs> yeah, Gazzy, the Gazman, <laughs> the Gazman. I have more notes about the second sentence in this chapter. <laughs> wow. Okay, go for no, it. No, sorry. It's like the fourth sentence. Oh. Did you notice that they said five heartbeats later, we could hear the roar of the two engines racing down the road? Yeah. They did say that. Yeah. So here's the thing. You can do math with that. <laughs> oh, what? What's can the you? The So the math is that Five heartbeats later, they could barely hear the roar of the two engines. (laughs) Do you know how short of a time five heartbeats is to barely be able to hear two cars that are speeding? I mean, especially if they are stressed because their heartbeat would be increased. And also they are partially birds because they probably have a high resting heart rate. And the thing is, in the... Chapter 56, note 55, note the previous one. (laughs) One of them. (laughs) Let me start again. (laughs) Let me start again. Uh In chapter 54. Oh my God. Max tells us how fast her heart rate is. (laughs) When she hotwires the van, she says, My heart was pounding at 200 beats a minute. Oh, I thought that was an exaggeration, though. I didn't take that as fact. Did you? Okay, so I I looked up the resting <laughs> and active heart rate of a teen girl. Yes. Okay. And also of birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because on one hand, I was like, these bird kids are probably really, really in good shape in terms of exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they probably have a lower heart rate uh-huh. than the average teen. But on the other hand, birds have a much higher heart rate mm-hmm. than mammals. For some reason, gulls were like the example. A gull can have a resting heart rate of like 160 to 200. Oh my god. Oh. Which is obviously, but they are small. Like smaller animals have higher heart rates anyway. But when they're flying, it can get up to like 800 beats per minute. (laughs) No. So fast. That seems too fast. It does seem too fast. But they have like, they need to be able to pump blood really fast around their body. Yeah, that makes sense. For all the muscles, you know? For for Um, the metabolism because of the uh, Uh energetic expense. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) But apparently a teen, a normal teen, (laughs) just your regular teen. (laughs) Just your regular teen. Yeah, has like a resting heart rate between 60 to 100 beats per minute. And then during exercise, it could get as high as 200. Okay. Because they're smaller. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I was like, okay, Max said activity, 200 beats per minute. Like she's stressed high heart rate, 200 Uh beats per minute. And when they arrive at this ATM, the erasers are there. They've just hiked. They've been flying. I was like, her heart rate's probably still around 200 beats per minute. Sure. (laughs) Okay. So. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not spoiling it by laughing. So no. we're assuming Max has a heart rate of 200 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. Apparently humans can hear a speeding car up to two miles away. Oh. But that's like flat ground, no barriers kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was like, they're in the forest. I'm going to say one mile. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say one mile. <laughs> but five heartbeats is 1.5 seconds. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So this car, oh, these two cars were going 3,839 <laughs> kilometers an hour. <laughs> doesn't seem right no this is like a reminder this is a reminder in case you forgot a jeep wrangler can go 200 kilometers an hour this isn't right this was an exaggeration (laughs) and edward can go 240 kilometers so (laughs) so they're like an order of magnitude faster than a twilight vampire so at this rate the erasers are by far the fastest animal (laughs) dang creature person whatever Safira is not even in the running at 40 kilometers an hour, just so everyone remembers. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe this number, uh. though. <laughs> no, it's not okay. right. Um, I did do... I <laughs> just want to like, No, this. I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible. I, I did... Dis- I was like, okay, what if it's like the lowest of a teen 60 beats per minute? So maybe that's more within the realm of possibility because the car is only going a thousand one hundred and fifty uh-huh. kilometers an hour. Much more feasible. Wow. Well, and that's like from zero. Impossible. Yeah. So, Impossible. Uh, Hannah, how fast? Not do even an F. I was gonna say, how fast do F one cars go? Uh, they top out in like the low three hundred kilometers per hour, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think Max might be exaggerating. <laughs> I think it's possible that Max is exaggerating. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> that or these bird kids have the worst hearing. <laughs> Except I mean, for they're Amy. not owls. Yeah. But maybe worse than humans. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And they stop hearing the car when it pulls out of the parking lot. <laughs> Do we know if birds have worse hearing than humans? I would. I always thought they would have had better hearing. Birds have good hearing, don't they? Yeah. I think it depends on the bird. Like, okay. like because hawks. Out. Well, no, because like if you because <laughs> hawks don't, they aren't auditory like hunters, mm-hmm. and they don't do songs to attract a mate. You mm-hmm. know, true. So like songbirds probably have way better hearing. It could also be that because it was specifically mentioned that this jerk has a really nice car and then the erasers are all like super secret military high tech. They could have like EVs or like really tuned up quiet engines. Okay, but when have you ever seen a fancy car that was quieter than regular cars? Like they are always loud. Literally never. They're always loud. (laughs) And the erasers. Maybe it's a Tesla. The erasers don't strike me as the kind of people to have a car that is quiet. They strike me as the kind of individuals no. that would want their car to be as loud and as obnoxious as possible, like the one that drives up my street yeah. at the middle of the night every night at like two a.m. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have one of those too. Fun. What's with yeah. that? Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. In the book, it does say the roar of the two engines. So I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I guess that knocks out my EV angle, or it would have yeah. to be like. The whimper. Were EVs <laughs> the even a big thing when this was written? No. I don't in even think. Were they or whatever? I don't think invented so. Invented then? I don't know. It Maybe. could be futuristic, but I, I don't think. I think yeah, they're, okay. they're loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're 20 minutes into the recording and we haven't made it past the fourth sentence. No. <laughs> okay, so the fifth sentence. No. Okay. I mean, that's the end of the chapter now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
I appreciate that Ari has green hair, which is a fashion choice that everyone should aspire to. Mm, yes. It's I mean, because... he didn't choose it. But... <laughs> I was like, isn't it because Nudge threw paint at him? <laughs> yeah. But she probably made him even more good looking because everyone yeah. knows that people with green hair are really super hot. Right, we should probably say Hannah has green hair pretty regularly. <laughs> that <laughs> that yeah, might have helped. Yeah. Context is probably helpful. I have had green hair on and off for like a decade at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because we just keep throwing it at her. We just keep yeah. throwing green paint. Every at her. time I see either of these two, they spray paint me in the face. Yeah. It's really a problem. That's why mm. they that's why I have to live in a different province. Mm. That's why we're good friends. <laughs> so I we're the best friends. <laughs> uh, anyway. The kids are like, oh man, we have this like open debit card. We can take some money from it, get a lot of money. And Max is like, $60? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> hey, remember when $60 was a lot? Remember when $20 was a lot in 2006? Uh, $60 probably could have bought you a lot was of food in 2006. That before the recession? <laughs> uh, yeah, 2008 was the recession. <sighs> yeah. I mean, especially, it just feels very 13 year old to be like $60. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I could buy I was a like, video oh. game with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they look at his account balance and Nudge is like, we're going to buy a car. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, damn, our plans to buy our own country crumbled. <laughs> There's a limit. Yeah, because the ATM uh, would only give them $200. Yeah. No, that was a fun moment. It I was really it. cute. <laughs> yeah. It like... It was funny and cute, but also was the like, oh, these kids don't know how to exist in real life, you know? Yeah. I mean, it felt like just kids, though, you know? True. It didn't necessarily feel like it was because they're bird kids science experiments. That's a fair point. No, yeah, it was very much just but like, I, I probably did. thought you could buy a car with $200 when I was 11. <laughs> yeah. Much like me, though, Max is salty that the scientists at the school had <laughs> neglected to set up a trust fund for her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I would love if a mad scientist had set me up with a trust fund. That'd be cool. Yeah. I can't believe they forgot that part. <laughs> I mean, Sophie, you could have had it with your evil vape I ancestor. Could have, yeah. <laughs> My vape empire that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <sighs> if only. <laughs> I mean, you did explicitly tell me that we would not be friends if you were a vape heiress, so I yeah. guess I have to be glad that... I would be too rich and cool. You know. <laughs> you Neither know how of it the is. two are currently. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just because you're uh. right. <laughs> <laughs> the other very important thing I wanted to say about this ATM, is it... <laughs> you have to put in five numbers? Do you guys have yeah. to put in five numbers? Mine <laughs> so is four. Mine's, mine's four, too. Four, but I know other banks and countries, it can be different. So it might just be five in the States. Oh, that might be it. Five for your pin and five for your zip code. <laughs> yeah, your zip code. How many digits is an ATM pin in USA? Typically four. Okay. Okay. But did you add in 2006? <laughs> No. Oh, sometimes it can be six, though, which means five is just <laughs> not neither option. I do have memories of being in the States and trying to pay for gas and them asking for a zip code first. So I don't know if ATMs are the same. I've never used mm. an ATM in the oh. States. But like, I remember the gas machine was like, 
what's your zip code? And turns out you can't actually pay for gas with an international credit card. You have to like go in, pay for like $40. And then if you oh. don't use all 40, you have to go back in and get the rest refunded. Like it's the most stupid thing. Ew. So American payment systems are stupid. I don't know how the ATMs work in the States, but it doesn't shock me if they'd be dumb like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They can't even like split a check at a restaurant no. down there. Like, yeah, they don't have e-transfer. They have to have Wild. like an entire different application oh God, yeah. for it. <laughs> so, what weird. is with that place? <laughs> didn't they just add like tap? Also, last time I Did was in the states, really? they didn't have it, and that was in yeah. I think, it was, I think it was like literally last year yeah. or this year that they added tap because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! What a confusing country. Anyway. This is not anyway. us shit on the U.S. Well, <laughs> no, podcast. I did Google it, and some U.S. banks may allow a five-digit pin. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm going to guess that in 2006, James Patterson didn't have to handle any of his own money, so yeah. he didn't know how many pin numbers. Number yeah. is already in pin. <laughs> That's redundant. <laughs> how many pin number numbers? Yeah. There yeah. are. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Digits, I guess. I guess. Anyway, the best part, or I guess the other best part of this chapter is Fang is just like a little out of character, but in an entertaining way. Did you guys notice this? He's like very engaged and like, (laughs) (laughs) as Max says, incredibly supportive. (laughs) Except to everyone but her. Yeah. The Fangster, she says, is incredibly supportive, just not with me. (laughs) I felt like a lot of Fang resentment from Max in these chapters. There's this moment. There's another one I made a note about later on, too, when we get there. But yeah, Max isn't very nice to him in these chapters. It's a little weird. It's a little strange. Listen, they're in a weird dancing around each other time. It's true. A will they, won't they? Yeah. They barely Mm -hmm. know what puberty is. (laughs) And they're going through it. (laughs) <laughs> they're having a time they're having a time uh yeah <sighs> anyway yeah fang is like we're gonna steal all of this guy's money but only if you can do it iggy just like give it your best shot yeah we won't be mad either way <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like fuck this guy but also you're doing great <laughs> freaks rule <laughs> god yeah. uh Great. I know. I was in this chapter. I was like, we got some questionable Language. terminology, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, some weird stuff going on I in here. Guess they're owning it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a long time to talk about two paragraphs where some children steal money from an ATM. Should we move yeah, on? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the next chapter probably. <laughs> the next chapter where they then steal a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's they did just steal a bunch of money and Max is worried about becoming a teen criminal. Yeah. In this chapter, and I was like, You've just stolen money, you've stolen food like your whole life. Yep. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I'm sure the bird kid genetics are like patented <laughs> or something. That's so true. I think by leaving, you're probably technically stealing yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a funny way of looking at it. Uh, like it's <laughs> really disturbing i've read some dystopian books <laughs> back in my own teenhood and your teenhood did you also enjoy grand theft auto which the gasman saw on tv and it quote is popular with kids 
Which I know we already referenced, but it was my favorite quote of the entire (laughs) sequence of chapters we read. (laughs) It's popular with kids. It depends which one he's talking about. There are so many Grand Theft Autos. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, the original one came out in 1997. Okay, I don't actually care about this. Um, I'm (laughs) going to make an executive decision like Max did. He's talking about Grand Theft Auto 3, which was 2001. But it could also be San Andreas, which came out in 2004. Yeah, um, the so the only one that I've played <laughs> came out in 2013. I'm just so okay. It's probably not that one. Probably not. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> they hotwire this car, but not by hotwiring it. They do it with a screwdriver and the starter. And Max specifically says that she is not going to give us any information about how to do this. So I tried to look it up and I'm too car stupid to be able to figure out what any of the articles said to do. So I gave up. (laughs) I mean, I do think it was easier at one point. Yeah, it used to be from what I found like in cars from like the 90s, I think and earlier. If you didn't have the key, you could literally just jam a screwdriver into the ignition and use it like a key and that would work. Great. But that's not what she's doing here. She's doing something with the screwdriver under the hood. Also, where did she get a screwdriver? <laughs> it's a van. There's probably screwdrivers in it. Hmm. Yeah, if a screwdriver is how you hotwire a car, you probably shouldn't keep one in your car. It's just the thought <laughs> I'm having now. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know because he yeah. is not a teen criminal. He's just a guy who works at a store in a small town. Sure, yeah. Great point. For a second, I thought you were talking about James Patterson. <laughs> oh (laughs) i mean he probably doesn't know either yeah i was like i think he can look it up turns out it's hard to look it up if you don't know anything about cars (laughs) it turns out yeah yeah kind of wild that max knows how to do this like yeah how does she know i assume jeb why Why? but why survival skills i guess so yeah like but did they ever leave their house i mean i guess they had to to steal food but they've never stolen a car before yeah, this seems like something that maybe Max would have looked up just on her own time when their computer yeah. was working, just to be like, I gotta be ready. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, the Chaos Boys, like, already kind of knew how to look up how to build a bomb, so they probably have looked up how to do other crimes. Yeah, they know how to do crimes, they just don't do them, but now they do. <laughs> but now they do. Now they do. <laughs> Now they're teed criminals. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's interesting that they know how to steal a car. But as Fang says, oh my god, none of us has ever driven. So they've right. never practiced stealing a car. I'm like, again, I'm sort of imagining how, you know, as a kid, I I learned how to survive quicksand. You know, yeah. like, yeah, uh-huh. I was really worried Gotta about float. that. So I imagine from the 90s. Exactly. I had to look up how to survive. (laughs) It was really important back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta have your little survival guides. Uh Uh-huh. And so maybe the same thing. Max very worried about ending up back in the school. So she's like, gotta figure out how to hotwire a car. (laughs) Just in Mm -hmm. case. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I bet she knows how to pick a lock too, you know? Like that one doesn't surprise me as much. No. My brother knows how to pick a lock because he just decided one day he was going to learn how to do it. And then he did. (laughs) It seems useful. It does seem kind of useful. I've been locked out of my house one time and it sucked. (laughs) I got locked out by a deadlock. Oh, yeah. You can't pick that. (laughs) No. No. I wish. 
I accidentally got locked out of my apartment building once because I um accidentally recycled my keys when I oh, <laughs> no! put my recycling oh. in the bin. <laughs> oh and then no. I, and then I had to call the superintendent. Oh no. <laughs> to let me in. <laughs> um anyway. Max goes and tries to drive with no knowledge of how to do so, which I am not being facetious, is literally a nightmare I have had. <laughs> frequently like this is a recurring nightmare for me is having to drive and not knowing how (laughs) at least at least it wasn't a standard car you know (laughs) sometimes in my dreams (laughs) (laughs) do you even know what that means what do you do in your dream how does the car work (laughs) well i can't drive because i don't know how oh i end up like breaking it or careening around and not being able to downshift (laughs) and just going really fast oh sure yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know like you do yeah the great thing <laughs> is that if you don't know how to drive standard it just doesn't go anywhere <laughs> mm. anyway to my subconscious tonight please <laughs> yeah just repeat it several times yeah but you know max crushes it probably she's I mean, definitely gonna crush I this think car she's making all of them car sick <laughs> yeah she is making all yeah. of them car sick i would die in this car i will tell you that mm-hmm. right now <laughs> mm-hmm. me too as someone who gets deeply carsick instantly, <laughs> immediately. Sophie made herself carsick yesterday. I looked at my phone for at most 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's a problem. I do like that nobody argued with her, though. She was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, because she's the leader. Yeah, I guess so. It's a maxocracy, remember? Right. You know, leaders delegate Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I guess it wouldn't have been cool for Fang to embarrass himself by driving badly. Yeah. I mean, when they jump-started the car, Iggy was the one sitting in the driver's seat, like, pressing the gas. And I thought there was going to be a a scene where they started to drive away (laughs) with Iggy in the driver's seat. And I was like, I don't think that's a great idea. (laughs) But he has the best ears on the planet. It's true. Have you heard? (laughs) I I have heard about his ears. (laughs) We did kind of skip over the whole part where he was able to That's true. hear <laughs> the numbers being pressed I, I well was about enough to, to re- replicate yeah. it, but, you know. Pretty, I was about to say, is this the first moment we get superpowers? And then I was like, no, Angel yeah. can read minds. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also yeah, true. pretty sure... She did do that. So, sorry not to bring it back up, but I'm pretty sure I just realized ATM machines, for this exact reason, the, the keys don't make different sounds. I don't think. I don't think so. Also, ATMs have cameras, and they have since, like, the early 2000s or late 90s. Yeah, but the kids aren't on record. Well, now they are. (laughs) (laughs) After this. Yeah. I mean, I think that regardless of if they make different sounds, I think this is just supposed to be the moment we start foreshadowing that Iggy can hear even things that cannot be distinguished, you know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like each button is like slightly further away from him than the other ones. Like, yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. This makes sense. Uh huh. But he does his best, and it works. And then they steal a car. His best is very good. It turns out <laughs> it's extremely good. Turns out. And then they take the card with them so they can steal money at more ATMs. Yeah. I wonder if that will come back. They're gonna take all his money. You heard, Fang. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there's like a chopper coming. <laughs> yeah presumably erasers but yeah don't you need like clear clearance of airspace yeah there's just a certain point where it's like 
these kids don't stand a no. chance. You know, like if it's no. at the point where the erasers have like governmental clearance to bring a chopper to Bennett, California or whatever. Yeah. And drop it in a fucking McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, yeah, what do you like at that point? What are you going to do? <laughs> well, and then they're being tracked, right? Yep. They have those tracking chips, or at least Max does. I assume they all do, but I guess we don't know that yet. I think they all do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, how are they? There are a bunch of traumatized children with windbreakers and wings. Yeah. And they're up against, like, a secret military that can just take a helicopter wherever they want and can also turn nine-year-olds into fully adult model men. Male models. Yeah. It's just, like guys anyway no <laughs> we're still suspending our disbelief <laughs> it's happening my disbelief is very high up <laughs> not is sus um sus. <laughs> let's talk about the next one yeah which we started doing yeah when max drives like an absolute maniac yeah because she thinks there should be a road where there isn't a road <laughs> that's delightful it's honestly fun. It's so funny. She's like, oh, we need to go east in about 500 yards. And then she gets there and there's no road and she gets pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. I mean, that's yeah. some pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. Well, because they're going by, as Fang says, their own directional senses, uh, which apparently are really good. Right. Because it's. 500 yards and then you have to go immediate like directly east it's like man <laughs> yeah that's like 500 yards of accuracy <laughs> yeah it's pretty good some gps's aren't even that good yeah although sometimes your gps will do exactly this where it's like turn yes. right and you're like there's no road <laughs> it's like i cannot <laughs> i can't and then you have to be the iggy <laughs> the iggy <laughs> i don't know why that happened uh, mm -hmm. But he says, there can't be roads everywhere you feel like there should be a road. <laughs> Which <laughs> I really liked. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but I want there to be a road whenever I feel like there should be a road. <laughs> That's like Fang and Eggy are trying to gentle parent Max through her road rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see you're having big feelings. But just because you feel like there should be a road there doesn't mean that everybody else wants there to be a road there. <laughs> And then Max is like, I'll just have to take a less efficient route. And I was like, mm, she's very sensitive about this because um, efficiency and their usual mode of travel. Yeah, where they could just important. go as the crow flies. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, uh, this didn't occur to me that this might be actually a benefit of my terrible directional sense. Is okay. that I never feel like, gosh, I, there should be a road here because I need to go that way. Like, no, I'm only following roads. Like, I am following a road map in my head that I've memorized. Oh. <laughs> if I have to take a detour, I need to pull over and get Google Maps out. <laughs> yeah, I thought my sense of direction was bad, but then I realized Sophie's is worse. <laughs> it's it's, so it's bad. really bad. <laughs> and it is genetic. My... <laughs> mother is also bad at it <laughs> that's fair like the the way to describe my sense of direction is that if i turn to go in a direction it is always the wrong direction <laughs> even if i am standing there being like okay think about this 
which way do you think is the right direction? And then I'm like, I think it's that way. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go the opposite way. And then I go the opposite way. The opposite way is the wrong way because I've <laughs> overanalyzed it again to be wrong. <laughs> Always wrong. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm not a bird no. kid. <laughs> My superpower is getting lost. <laughs> wow. I do like that Max just like absolutely does not acknowledge what her driving is like. Nope. At all, but everybody else is acting like she is about to kill them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yes. Because all you get from Max is like, gosh, there's no road here. Man, I hope Angel's still alive. Oh, I'm so mad. I punched the wheel a couple <laughs> times. And then, like, when they finally get to where they're going, Iggy and Gasman get out of the car being like, oh my God, we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, Max really is not paying attention to the road. <laughs> nope. Nudge says she didn't know a van could go up on two wheels like that for so yeah. long. Yeah. And the Gasman is concerned about barfing in a borrowed car. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. really enjoy the framing of this scene. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like very good comedy. Yeah. You know, which yeah. I guess to be fair has been our gripe about a lot of what we have read in all three of our books so far, right? Is that yeah. <laughs> it would yeah. have been way better if the author had steered into the comedy of a scene. Yep. Yeah. And this is proof that we're always right. <laughs> and it is way better right. if you steer into the comedy. <laughs> right up on two wheels into the comedy. <laughs> Take it easy around the hairpin turn into the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't take it easy. Right into don't take it. it easy. Right. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, yeah, now that you bring it up about the other two books, it was just all kind of samey. But this one is like, oh, they did a fun scene like this where it's not just mm -hmm. all explicitly described. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they go to food. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Nudge finally gets a grilled cheese, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, my God. Fucking teen boy Iggy walks into a McDonald's and is like, I want my room to smell like this. <laughs> Okay, as somebody <laughs> whose mom worked at McDonald's for most of her childhood, the smell of McDonald's in the store does not come home with the person. Like, it does not stay that way. It Like, it has a very distinct smell. I can't, like, describe it. It's not bad, but it's not what you think. And you do not want that smell in your house. <laughs> you need the deep fryers and the grills Oof. themselves yeah. in your house. Yeah. Yeah. My mom always came back smelling like very distinct. And it's like, I can still smell it. So <laughs> no, Iggy, you don't want your house to smell like this, Iggy. Man, and his smell must be even I... more heightened. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. geez. I mean, in the McDonald's itself, <laughs> it probably rules. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, in And also... <laughs> Max says that it would be an improvement if his room smelled like that. So we can probably infer wow. that, like most 14-year-old boys, Iggy probably is stanky. So even the stale McDonald's smell probably would be better Ooh. than whatever the hell he manages to conjure with his own body. <laughs> Gross. Do they have to dust bathe? <laughs> what did you just say? I mean, most birds like regular bathe, don't they? I was like, do they dust bathe? <laughs> Instead of Ew. regular faith. No, like birds have showers. Yeah, but how do they get rid of all the bugs? They preach. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, do they have oil glands? No, I guess that's only for waterfowl. <laughs> mm. um, how do they? How do they preen? How do they preen? <laughs> do they just have like gaps in between all of their teeth? In between their teeth, or like little like comb fingernails? Nope, I hate that. <laughs> Maybe they have a brush. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Nudge announces that she's vegetarian now because it's just icky to uh, eat meat after watching the hawks do it. Yeah. And Fang immediately, immediately after the statement, goes up to the counter and orders three double cheeseburgers, a chocolate shake, a soda with caffeine and sugar, three fries, and three apple pies. I like the very parent-like exasperation of Max noting that he orders a soda with caffeine and sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that means it's not like a Diet Coke or anything like that. Yeah. And the cool thing about this is that if we assume it's McDonald's, you can do math with it. Okay. Okay. Did you do the math? I did do the math. So Fang and Iggy both order the same thing and consume all of it themselves. Oh. And based on like the McDonald's nutrition information, and if you assume that everything is a medium, because that's like the regular (sighs) thing. It's a meal of 4,070 calories. Wow. Which is, it's like shockingly reasonable to me because they are teenage boys and because they are part bird. Yeah. So they like burn, we know they burn more calories than like a regular fully human person. Yeah. But like a growing teenage boy will require on average 2,800 calories a day, which is like about a thousand less than what they're having in this meal. Right. So this is almost like, like, I, I did this math and it came out and I'm like, this seems like actually a very intuitive <laughs> kind yeah. of meal for these bird kids. Well, because didn't Jeb say that Angel needs 6,000 calories or yeah. something like that? It was something high like that. Because we were like, what? Yeah. A day. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then that makes sense that in one meal, the teen boys would have 4,800 yeah, and, like, they're hungry, so they're going to overeat. Yeah. Assuming this is, like, their big meal of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and we also, like, assume they're going through, like, puberty, which they need more, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're 14. Yeah. Like, they gotta be growing like weeds, or about <laughs> to grow like weeds. Oh yeah. my god, can you imagine if <laughs> Fang is prepubescent? Because not all 14-year-old boys are, like, in the puberty no. yet. Okay, he's but just like I think I think he has. I think he. We're also assuming the bird thing means they're a little bit older. Oh right, yeah. yes, that's what we were also assuming with yes. the erasers. Yeah, but just imagine. <laughs> well, if he's he is just like a child. Max. <laughs> he is. Yeah. So is Iggy. He's got bigger all the fourteen-year-olds are tall. Uh huh. Longer wings. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, it's I a just good thought time. it was funny that this like absolutely outrageous meal is actually not that outrageous when you kind yeah. of like, sit down and math it out. Yeah, I mean, even just the amount of food, I'm like, two burgers and fries and some number of pies like a regular <laughs> adult could eat. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Especially the McDonald's ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's not like he's getting like Big Macs. I mean, yeah. maybe he is, but it says double cheeseburger. So I used the double cheeseburger from the McDonald's menu. Yeah. The apple pies really gives it away that it's probably McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> That's what twigged it for me. Although yeah. maybe there's like, like, I know there's so many American fast food chains that I don't know anything about. So I guess it could be one of those. 
but I guess so. But I, I think, think the so. apple pie is the pretty, apple pie is distinct. It's pretty McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, apple pie, and then also milkshakes, cheeseburgers, fries, and like fried chicken sandwiches. Yeah, pretty, pretty McDonald'sy. Yeah. Well, that's fun. That didn't even occur to right? me. Right? Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Nudge gets her grilled cheeses. Three yes. of them. Nope, two of them. Two of them. <laughs> she gets two triple cheeseburgers, hold the hamburger. So she gets yeah. two like double decker grilled cheeses. This is before they invented vegetarianism. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they all have options now. I'm trying to think if McDonald's has a good vegetarian option, and I don't think it still does. No, they don't have, like, a veggie burger. Don't they have, like, a grilled cheese? Like, on the kids' menu, I think. But, like, I don't I don't know. I don't go to McDonald's that often. But, like, I know A&W, you have the Beyond Beef burger. Yeah. I don't know about, like, Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's. I think, oh, Harvey's I know has one. But anyways, I, I don't think there's actually that many good vegetarian options at McDonald's, even today. No. Certainly, yeah, no. certainly not in 2006. Yeah, like, if we're <laughs> no. in 2023 and there's still not a lot of options, I can probably say in 2006 there was none. Um, yeah. yeah. Less. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, Nudge, assuming she's having approximately half of this order that Max makes for the two of them, she has her two grilled cheeses, a milkshake, three apple pies, and two orders of fries. Isn't it also Gasman? Ga- I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, tell earlier. if like his order was separate, but like okay, so Max orders two fried chicken sandwiches, two double cheeseburgers, four fries, six apple pies, two vanilla shakes, one strawberry shake, and two triple cheeseburgers. Hold the hamburger. I think the I guess two because there's cheeseburgers three are for oh, are for gas man? Gasman, yeah, mm. one of the fries or two, uh, some number of fries, some number of fries, four fries between three people, two apple pies each. So. <laughs> But that means that Nudge is eating less than the two older boys, even though it was explicitly stated in the previous chapter that Nudge burns through energy and needs to eat more than anybody else in the flock. We didn't mention it, but it was stated. No, I had a thought about this because it is it that it seems like okay. she goes through her energy so much because she's not getting the nutritional profile she needs as a vegetarian? Or is it because her caloric well, intake Well, she just needs- became vegetarian today. No, but like... It's been hinted at the last little bit, though, right? So it's like, yeah, is it? She might have been like slowly refusing meat and like slowly not eating. Maybe people weren't watching or paying attention, but it's like it seemed like she was eating all the time because she's not getting the right nutrition because she's eating things that don't have meat. Anyways, she's not getting enough protein. Yeah, is my no, point. No. I don't think, yeah, because she doesn't have the right sources of protein as a vegetarian. So I was like, is this? Is this observation Max has made because she's not getting those protein sources or is it because she's going through puberty and needs an insane amount of calories, which I don't know, could be either option, most likely the second one. But I do stand by that this girl is not getting the proper source of protein that she needs (laughs) as a half bird kid and a teen girl. Yeah, because the last meal they had, Nudge just had exactly. While Fang was having, like, meat. And then, like, the barbecued veggies. <laughs> yeah, so, like, it makes sense that she would be hungry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she was not vegetarian before they left on this rescue mission. I was wondering if um, it's because... I th- I think I understood it as Nudge needing to eat more often. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Rather than more at a single meal. That's yeah. what I mean. And... Is she not getting full enough from the meals she's eating? Because they're not high. They don't have the protein she needs. Or maybe she has um, some sort of neuroatypical issue oh. that makes her need more sugar. <laughs> also that, yes. <laughs> I am 100% convinced that Nudge has ADHD. From yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Where maybe she eats a bunch of small meals or slightly smaller meals more often. Ah. Because her body's like, oh my God, please, dopamine. Dopamine. Put some dopamine. In you. Yeah, fair. It could also be like, I think, uh, and I might be misremembering, but I think she's like particularly like tall and thin, even for the bird kids. Right. I feel like that was mentioned. So she could just naturally have like a much higher metabolism than the rest of them. Because, like, people have natural variations in metabolism. Yeah. Yeah, it could even be, like, um, I think, Sam, you just said, where she is, like, still deep in puberty, but maybe Max is, like, starting to come out the other side. Which would would make sense, given the ages. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I still stand by that she's not getting the right diet she needs for going through puberty. Definitely right now. She is not. And like, it's nothing <laughs> no, against yeah. her being vegetarian. All for it. It's just, I, f- I feel bad for her. I just want her to have protein and be full. Part of the reason raptors, like, I don't know, especially carnivores, sometimes you see them eating only specific organs or, yeah. you know, like the, they won't necessarily eat all of the quote unquote yeah. meat. If mm-hmm. there's like an excess, they'll eat only specific parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's because, like, in order to be able to fly, birds kind of have to be very efficient with what they're eating. They don't want it to, like, (laughs) weigh them down in their body. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, for Nudge being a vegetarian, she's going to have to eat the same weight of food as she would have if she was omnivore, like the other ones. Mm -hmm. So that she can still fly, (laughs) like, take off. But she's going to have to try and figure out how to make it not (laughs) meat-based. Yep. Yeah. Someone Wild. get this woman some legumes. That's what I'm legumes. saying. Beans. I hate legumes. <laughs> Bean based bird kid. <laughs> Bean based bird kid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I really want McDonald's now. Um, <laughs> Me too. Holy smokes. <laughs> Holy moly. Max does lament that they're just like little goblins about their food though, <laughs> when yeah. she was very civilized and normal at ella and dr martinez's house yes but max is also a little goblin about her food yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess you know she contains multitudes she can be a goblin who craves table manners (laughs) (laughs) one day (laughs) listen someday she's they're gonna rescue angel uh-huh. And then they're all going to go back to Ellen, Dr. Martinez's house, and Dr. Martinez is going to adopt them all, and they're all going to live happily ever after, and no other books will happen after this one. Yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> for sure. That's what I decided. Not like six other books. Definitely no, not. No, definitely not. <laughs> and then all the erasers show up. Well, all the erasers show unclear. up. Unclear. It's not unclear. It is extremely clear. It's very clear. clear. No, there's just a bunch of male models. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> unclear. Okay, so... <laughs> this is not particularly relevant but i was like is the reason that all of these erasers suddenly start looking the same i was like i think they're giving the erasers gender affirming hormone therapy 
is what I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? Like, they've got to be... They're all full of growth hormone, hormone and testosterone. Yeah. I was going to say, they've got to be giving them testosterone hormone therapy, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because I looked up what testosterone hormone therapy, the <laughs> changes on it. And it's basically okay. just like, yeah, all like any fat gets redistributed. That was a weird way to say that. Um, <laughs> a little. A little bit. A little bit. Trying to read and say words at the same time. <laughs> um, go through second puberty, obviously. So you're yeah. going to have a wild emotional state, which seems, or I guess first puberty for a lot of these guys, maybe, if they're eight years yeah. old. Yeah. Probably the only one they've had. Yeah. So wild emotional mood swings. <laughs> Which explains Ari a little bit. But yeah, it basically is just like all of your muscles bulk up a little bit. Like you become more, they call it like rough looking. Like, as yeah. in like your veins and stuff show more facial fat decreases. So I'm like all of these guys definitely getting a voice change. So yeah. Angel voice. <laughs> angel voice. For thick sure. hair. Yep. Mm -hmm. Muscular. Actually, I do think hormone, uh, testosterone hormone therapy can make you have male pattern baldness. <laughs> yeah. If you're prone to it. That's so maybe true. they'll be gorgeous for like a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're all very young. Yeah. And then they'll have to rock like the bald with a beard. The bald look. look. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, they'll just have to lean into it. Yeah, I mean, that also pairs well with being like muscular and having pretty eyes. So they'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I bet if they can turn into wolf men, they're not really going to have a problem with baldness. <laughs> Great point. But also <laughs> consider the alternative. The wolves Just... also have pattern baldness. <laughs> Just on the head. Just on the head. Aww. They actually turn into those like Chinese crested dogs that only have hair oh! in specific places. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. Uh, gross. <laughs> you turn into a racer, but you just don't have any fur and you just look like a sphinx cat. Oh. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Giant muscly sphinx cat man. <laughs> you have to make sure so your eraser wears a sweater if it goes inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta make sure it washes all the folds in its no! skin. No! <laughs> oh, that's... Sphinx cats aren't gross. This mental image, though, is gross. I'm <laughs> ending the podcast. I don't want to talk about that anymore. But, yeah, good call. Uh, so we're going to guess what happens next, and hopefully it's not one of them turns into a naked cat. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, I'm going to read to you the first sentence of each of the next four chapters, and you guys got to guess we gotta. what's going to happen. Okay, chapter 57. I gave Fang an almost imperceptible nod and glanced back at the fire exit door behind them. Behind the erasers. Behind him is what oh. I meant to say. So they're plotting their escape from the erasers. Yes. They're going to try to escape and there's going to be a fight. Yes. There's a lot of random, like, erasers show up, they fight, the kids run away. That has happened so yeah. many times. <laughs> a lot. It happens a lot. Is there another yeah. plot point in this book, no. do you think? Great. Good guess, you guys, probably. Thanks. I guess we'll find out. Chapter 58. <laughs> Note to self. Disable the airbags on the next car you steal. Oh, oh, oh. no. So I'm <laughs> no. guessing they probably escaped, got in the car, and then she crashed the car into a tree or something? Yeah, or into 
an eraser vehicle. Also, don't disable your airbags. Airbags save lives. They fucking <laughs> saved my life. Yeah. Don't. We'll get into that. Yeah. Jeez. In uh, chapter fifty nine. Angel was alive. Oh wow! Wow! What? That's good to know. That yeah, that's, that's too fast. <laughs> oh. Oh, I bet it's Ari. Ari's taunting Max about Angel. Oh. That makes a lot yeah, more sense. I'm glad your brain it. is working. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah, or it's an Angel POV chapter, and she's like waking up, being surprised that True, she's not okay. dead. True. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. We just had so many Max POVs. Sophie's just quietly yeah, I know. giggling. <laughs> or maybe yeah. Sam's right the first time. There's no way. <laughs> really? There's- okay, go to the next one. We've got one more. Okay. Okay. Yeah, one more. One more. It's chapter sixty. I'm hallucinating. I thought Daisy. Oh, okay. Um, she sees. Oh, she sees Jeb. Yeah, I was like, maybe did do Jeb and does Jeb bring like Angel on this like mission to get the rest of the bird kids? Oh, my theory is that this is like there's a bunch of racers after them, but Jeb and Angel are also a part of that because they want to use Angel to lure the rest of them in. Mm. That's bait. Yeah, that's my guess. I can. Angel or fish. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. I'm just letting you guys ramble. Anyway, great Please guesses. Stop. We'll find out next time. Let's talk about what else we're reading. I think since the last recording, I've actually read some books, which is exciting. Oh, wow. I read The Midnight Bargain. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you feel about it? I liked it. Oh, yeah? Yep. It was a very Sophie book. I agree that there was, like, one act too many. Like, in the middle, I was like, there's, we don't need another, a further character falling scene. (laughs) Yeah. She is already at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't need to keep going. No. But I really, I liked the ending. So, I liked it. Uh, And then I also read two of the Allie Hazelwood novellas. I read Stuck With You and Below Zero on an airplane. (laughs) They're a fun time. What can I say? (laughs) Uh, And then today I read one chapter of the new (laughs) uh, Nico and Will book. Yay. Uh, That's it, The Sun and the Star. (laughs) Yeah, The Sun and the Star. I started it one chapter in. (laughs) Nice. What about you guys? I think I might still be reading a lot of the same things that... I was the last recording because I haven't made any progress on my ebooks, which are For the Throne by Hannah Witten and Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaris. I tried listening to the audiobook of this one, and people are right. The narrator is sick. It's not good. So I'm trying to read the ebook of Fourth Wing now. But I don't know. I haven't been captured like the rest of the world or book talk has. <laughs> so it's, it hasn't made much progress. But I am trying to finish Hellbent by Lee Bardugo, which is the second Alex Stern book. And I like it better than Ninth House, but I just, reading is hard at the moment. So anyways, <laughs> when I'm listening to the audiobook of Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail by Ashley Herring Blake, <gasps> which is the sequel to Delilah Green Doesn't Care. And it's cute. And then I finished listening to two books about things that are supposed to make me feel better, but I don't know if they did. 
<laughs> I, well, so I, I listened at Hannah's recommendation, Emotional Labor, The Invisible Work Shaping Our Lives. I did not tell you that was going to make you no, feel you better. No, you didn't. But I was like... I told you it was going to make you angry. It didn't make me as angry as Invisible Data, A Bias of Women or whatever. That one made me angry. This one, I was like... Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that's the title. This one, whatever. This one, anyways, it's worth reading. Yeah, it's not and as then I listened to How to Keep House While... Yeah, How to Keep Household Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing, which is a very validating book. And it's like mostly just kind of like telling you like, oh, don't beat yourself up if you have like a lot of laundry or you didn't do the dishes. Like think of ways to make it positive, which is good and validating. And it's like nice to know other people are struggling, but I'm probably still going to be pretty mean to myself. It wasn't long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, that's that. What about you, Hannah? I have been extremely rationally uh, panicking over how many books I have not read. <laughs> so I've read many books since we last recorded. <laughs> uh, so I'll like, shout out a couple of the ones that I particularly enjoyed. One of which was one of our Midlight Book Club books that I was behind on, the Kaiju Preservation Society. <laughs> I'm so I glad. Loved it. it was, oh my god, it was so good. I, I don't want to say too much. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's delightful. I also read The Sun and the Star, like Sophie is currently reading, and loved that one too. And another book that Sophie recommended to me, sort of tangentially, was <laughs> Ocean Renegades Journey Through the Paleozoic Era by Abby Howard. Yeah. It's the only book in that series I've read. I skipped to the second one because I assumed that it would stand alone, and it did pretty well. But uh, Sophie, do you want to give us the deets on the Earth Before Us series? Yeah. I mean it's a it's I guess a middle grade yeah kids or young young adults <laughs> graphic novel by my friend Abby Howard. Um and they I mean as with most nonfiction at the time it was like all the most current up to date info on as many extinct animals and eras and epochs as humanly possible at the time super well researched super super fun the vibe is like magic school bus it's so good extremely funny and like a very underrated or understated way yeah i would say funny (laughs) abby is so good at understated humor oh my gosh yeah yeah very very engaging writer and beautiful to look at yes i recommend them for everyone but also if you have children in your life (laughs) Uh-huh. I she doesn't know this yet because we've never met, but uh we're friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read her one or one of her books and I was like, ah, my friend. Don't read her other books unless you want to read horror. My boyfriend read her other <laughs> one. Is there a yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he liked it. I can't read them. <laughs> he liked it and can uh, confirm that it is very good, just like the others. But you have to like horror. He did say it was like a lot. Amazing. Yep. She has told me to not read it. <laughs> Dang. Good to know. Anyway, I am also currently reading some things. The audiobook I'm currently listening to is The House in the Pines by Anna Reyes, which is like a literary fiction mystery something or other. It has extremely <laughs> poor ratings on Goodreads. Oh. It was like, it showed up in the like, recently added to your library thing. And it was like, oh, there's already 27 people with this on hold and it doesn't or it hasn't even come out yet and I was like oh man this must be a hyped out book I should uh put it on hold 
So I finally got it. It has been many, many months, but the average rating is 3.18. <laughs> so oh. I it's not that bad yet. So far, it's like <laughs> a solid four star for me. I'm halfway through. So something buck wild is going to happen in the back half of this book, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. But then I'm also reading in hard copy Fourth Wing as well. And I am into That's it. That's good. How far are you? <laughs> I'm only like five chapters, I think. The romance hasn't really started yet. No. Which I think is going to kind of be the thing that takes me out of it. Yeah. But so far, it's just like a girl with either a disability or chronic illness. I'm not sure yet. I guess those are often correlated. But like trying to become a dragon rider because her mom said she had to. (laughs) She is just like full of resigned piss and vinegar and a way that I appreciate. I agree with all of that. Yeah. It's not that it's bad. It's just that like, I I think I'm just like very stressed at the moment. So it hasn't like grasped me like, like it's, book talk is like making it seem like it's this like amazing thing. Book talk is insane. yeah, it's actually insane how like yeah. much this book has taken off. So I was kind of expecting like yeah, like a Sarah J. Mass where I, like with her books I usually get like instantly drawn in where I can't stop reading. So I was like expecting that, and I was like, mm, no, I can finish this chapter. So I'm sure it'll get better. It's it's just that the book is made specifically for Hannah, so it's hard for anyone else to get into it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I think it's. I've seen after I bought it, otherwise I probably wouldn't have bought it, that it's like more of a romanticy than just like a straight fantasy. I was going to say, oh. it's actually marketed more towards me than Hannah, but the dragons are Hannah. But, but the I think dragons. It, <laughs> yeah. what I've gathered as well, I'm pretty sure it's more romance heavy. Yeah. I literally like, I saw one person and I think it was like release day and I just didn't realize they like held it up on Book Talk and they were like, oh, this is a book with dragons and they like showed the book and it has like fun stenciled yeah. edges that you could have just like bought at a store and like I don't have special edition books so I was kind of stoked about that because I'm easily swayed by pretty objects yeah so I think I accidentally ordered it on release day and then when more info started coming out I was like oh this actually sounds less appealing yeah oh. but I mean it's I'm really enjoying it so far and like in contrast to the other book I'm reading this one has uh what are we at so far Almost 50,000 reviews on Goodreads and a 4.71 average rating. Yeah. That's insanely high. For that many reviews? Yeah. Yeah. It's 79% five-star ratings. Yeah. Like, people love this book. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. And, like, the only people I've seen not liking it are, like, the people who typically don't like this kind of book, if that makes sense. Is it a YA? So, like, me, probably. No. I don't think so. I think... It seems kind of YA, but all the characters are 20 and older, and I feel like it might end up being a little bit sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, Hannah, because like everyone keeps saying it's Divergent but Dragons, and I know you hated Divergent. Yes. So that's why I'm like, I'm worried for you. I exact thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm worried for me, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I'm not expecting to like it. Like, I opened it up, and I was like, okay, I'm going to see what the hype is about. Yeah. Because I bought it. But I'm like, so far, have really enjoyed it. But again, I mean, that's good though. There hasn't been romance yet. We'll see. Maybe we'll yeah. both get further by next yeah. recording. <laughs> Hannah's going to hit 100 books by July. <laughs> I'm at 50. I don't know what. We're recording this at the end of May. Somehow I've already hit 50 books. That's insane. 
Yep. Also, someone on Twitter today tried to insult <laughs> me by saying I need to read more. Um, so I laughed and disengaged from the conversation. It's <laughs> yeah. like, this is not. I don't think that's the problem. Anyway, this episode comes out in July, Sam. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. I forgot about What are we that. reading? It's my birthday month, so I get to pick the Midlight Book of the Month. And it's going to be Tress of the Emerald Sea by Brandon Sanderson. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. I've heard it's whimsical and very good, and I've heard nothing but good things compared to a second secret project, which I've heard is trash. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I've heard the second Wait, one's not very good. Is that out yet? It's out. Which one is that? It's out if you like subscribe to his Kickstarter. So it's oh, okay. it's called for anyone who uh, there's people who don't want titles because the title is a spoiler, but it's something like the frugal a frugal wizard's guide to medieval england i think and i've seen oh. a few reviews for it come out and people aren't liking it as much as tress it's apparently a very different vibe interesting yeah but nice. we're gonna read tress of the emerald sea because i want to read it and i want you two to read yeah. it wow yeah it's like piratey right i've been wanting a good pirate book i should read you should read the, the adventures, adventures of, of amina el serafi <laughs> i have it on hold jinx, jinx. <laughs> okay anything else no <laughs> should we talk about fourth wing a little bit longer even though no. neither of us yes, have anything I to need say to about do it work. <laughs> uh okay if you liked this chapter of midlight crisis consider rating and reviewing us on spotify or your podcatcher of choice you can talk to us and find fun related content on social media we are at midlight pod on facebook instagram twitter tiktok tumblr and blue sky and all chapters of the show thus far are available on our website, midlightpod.podbean.com, and on YouTube. And for Hannah, anytime she gets behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> I was sweating and about to jump out of my skin with anxiety about driving. <laughs> yeah. 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 Max is me. Yeah, she is me. like the other girls, and the other girl is me. <laughs> <laughs>